You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and boy, do we have a great segment for you today. I've invited Ali Spinu, who is the CEO and founder of USA Link System, to come in and talk. You know, the secret with USA Link Systems' success is they study the ins and outs of their clients' industries to understand their business whenever they conduct a marketing ad campaign. That's why I've asked Ali to come in and talk about how she has grown her firm to be the number one fastest-growing private company as measured by the San Fernando Valley Business Journal's list of fast-growing private companies. Ellie, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you for having me today. It's great to have you here. I've been so excited to have you here since I first met you, and, and then I saw you again when the L.A. Business Journal had their fastest-growing private companies. Yes. And you were very high on that list as well. Yes, we, we've been eight on eight. that list. Right, so that's awesome. Like in one month, you're first and eighth. Well, that's fantastic. So t- can you share a story about your professional path that helps the CEOs and business owners that are listening to the show learn a little bit more about you? Uh, yeah. Um, I always knew we are doing something right and uh, that we are doing it well. Um, but there was a one day when I uh, had this uh, confirmation for myself. I'm coming to work and uh, uh, the team is asking me, do we have an employee? Her name is Evelyn. And I said, no, we don't, and we never did. Mm-hmm. And I asked, what is, where is the question coming from? And they said, well, there is this gentleman on the line. He's asking, where is Evelyn? She promised me something, and we don't know what is. what did she promise to him. And that's when we really realized that Evelyn is one of our clients who is selling our services. <laughs> and uh, that day was the realization that uh, we, we, we do something well and we are doing it good because our clients are selling our service. Right. And uh, a lesson to our businesses is always to have that standard. Be as good to the point where your own client is referring you and selling you. Sure, they become advocates for you that way. Exactly. That's great. So can you talk about where your firm is successful? What niche markets, where do you focus your team to develop business and grow? If I would uh, have to say industry-wise, I wouldn't say we have a niche because we work with so many uh, businesses from flower shops, construction companies to banks and uh, manufacturers of oil pumps. Hmm. Uh, we specialize in variety of industries. But if, we, if I have to break it percentage-wise, I would say 50% of our business are startups. Um, those are business uh, people who are coming with an idea and we are bringing it to life from mm-hmm. the scratch. And we, are making, uh, we have a track record of making successful businesses, uh, which were never on the market. And another 50% of them are businesses who need a marketing help, businesses who need um, makeover, uh, whether it is a redesign of their website or a new marketing strategy or a, a rebranding. And these are, so the audience that listens are CEOs of lower middle market companies, $100 million in smaller kind of companies. What type of companies do you service generally? 
that goes also 50 50. Okay. Uh, we do have we do target towards small and medium businesses um, which is a division of our uh, company and another division of our company is targeting big corporations because those two need to be treated differently right. that's uh, uh, because of the different type of strategy we need to take um, with them because of different type of budgets mm-hmm. and uh, many other factors so let's talk about the the firm itself what is it about USA Link System that makes you unique or compelling that companies want to do business with you and continue to do business with you that allows you to kind of realize the type of growth that you've had over these years? You probably uh, will agree with me if I will say that we live in uh, in a very noisy and overcrowded uh, marketplace. Okay. Um, and to stay relevant, you really need to be different as a business. What we, how are we different, and why why uh, our companies or clients like us is because we learn the insides and outs out of that business we take on board or as a project Mm -hmm. we become expert of that industry and of that business better than probably they know about themselves we make we we uh find that what is that uh that makes them different than the competition and we are promoting whatever it is how long does it take for you and your team to be able to take a new company with a new industry and get confident that you understand the ins and outs both of the industry but then as you said Ali the uniqueness of that company in that space the onboarding of, of a new project takes uh, a bit of time and uh-huh. and that is when the magic happens okay. <laughs> that's when we are talking to the stakeholders and to the employees of this company and to um, to clients of that company um, and probably takes around around 30 days um, in in um, many cases mm-hmm. in order for us to set up that project and to have all the assets ready for us to, to begin a new website or to begin a new mobile application or to begin a, a marketing strategy. So a member of our audience asked me to ask you specifically, what is it that your company does? We are doing uh, marketing. Uh, we are doing the um, Everything related to market digitally, it is uh, um, paid uh, advertising, it is social media, um, it is um, uh, uh, web, web development, mob, mobile application development. Everything is done in-house. That's something else that makes us different okay. than other agencies is that we do everything in-house. And there is no idea or no project we say no to because we can do it all in-house. Mm. Uh, and can can you share how large your company has grown to now as far as number of employees? I know you probably also use contractors and maybe uh, right. others who aren't direct employees, but generally speaking, how big is the company yeah, now? Over, right? o- overall, we currently have around 60 uh, individuals working for us. Okay. And we have a few minutes until our first and only break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. But you have to tell me, as an entrepreneur, why did you decide to start this business in this space? It, uh, it begin, began with a personal need. Um, oh. I needed a website for my other <laughs> business, and I hired an agency that failed to deliver. And with my experience uh, that uh, I have and with the knowledge I had, I said, well, I will put a team together, and I will make it myself. And I did. Really? Yes. I lo- What's your other business? 
Um, it's I was in car sales, okay. uh, so I have a nationwide uh, car auction. Okay, and so through a need as a business owner, you decided I can create a business that can do this better than the people that were in the space already. Yes, and and you may say it's so ambitious, and and it was at that moment, it but when like but when uh, when the results were there, and uh, I love the results. And uh, when uh, other uh, business people I know start complimenting me about that and start asking, can you do something like that for me? Right. I said, why not? Let me just uh, start doing that. And I, that's that's how it started. And how long ago was that? 2011. 2011. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take our first and only short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. We're going to come back with Allie. And I'm going to ask you if you can talk a little bit about how you have built the culture, the culture of your company that has allowed you, because I imagine that's a factor in your growth, the type of people that you have doing the doing the work. Are you comfortable talking about your company's culture when we come back? Of course, of oh. course. Well, great then. So you don't want to go anywhere out there listening to us, either live on octalkradio.net or maybe on iTunes or iHeartRadio or one of the other podcasting platforms that we use. We're going to be gone for like 30 seconds. And this is just a short message from something that I do. So this is a message from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit AXPGOLD.COM. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at AXPGOLD.COM. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. This is episode number 1055. Ali Spino is our guest. She is the founder and CEO of USA Link System. We're talking about the meteoric growth that her company has experienced over the few years that she's been building this out of a personal need. Uh, you know, any of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on our show. Since we started this show in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through this live stream here on octalkradio.net and podcasting, the YouTube channel, the Facebook Live, and all the other ways that we reach our audience. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software, and you'll be able to reach our and receive our interesting guests and our weekly shows. Allie, before the break, as I was going to ask you to talk a little bit about the culture that you've built. Can you describe that culture for our audience? Definitely. The culture of the company has contributed to the growth of this uh, um, organization from the day one. Okay. We have um, individuals from multiple countries, multiple um, cultures, languages, um, you name it. And the, the, the most important in a, 
in the culture is to find the ground uh, level of communication in between all of them because we have offices uh, around the globe as well and you need to have a, a, a structured way on how that communication goes taking in consideration um, different countries different time zones different languages we have developed that system and it works for us mm-hmm. um, we also uh, if i will talk about the us office in particular we have our vibe is creative our vibe is professional uh, we like to combine um, work with fun and for us the more complex is the project the more interesting it is okay so the team likes the challenge yes the team loves the challenge whenever we bring a business or a new idea which we didn't didn't work before on they are so excited okay. they they are waiting for us to go uh, jump into that next project because <laughs> they can learn the industry and there's a yes every every client every project we have um, it becomes a case study for us okay uh, that's how we learn and that's how we take one experience and multiply it in bringing that experience to another business and that's another reason why uh, our clients are with us and are returning to us is because the value of knowing um, is is so important and especially when we have so much diversity in industries in business people we have worked before with mm-hmm. you, your firm over the last two years have grown by 425 percent yes so i can i have to imagine that that type of growth is not possible if you weren't keeping your customers and then adding more to them right you couldn't just be churning customers and getting that kind of growth definitely definitely the growth happened um happened gradually gradually and that growth came uh, with adding more customers by our adding new customer by our old customer referring new customers yes. and also uh, as the more projects we added to the table the more people we needed to hire the more talent we needed to recruit in order to make those customers happy so i i detect in your accent that you're not from the united states originally no i'm from romania originally okay. and is you you talked about building a global organization do, do you feel that that being from Romania has been beneficial to you as a U.S. entrepreneur to scale a global company, or was that not a value to you and how you've built your firm? It was. It was. You have a point there. Yes, it it is a value because originally our company was built to. Or every time I I recruit a new talent, I'm always making sure that you need to know you're coming into a multicultural. Um, organization you need to be uh, open-minded you need to be aware that you will have culture barriers language barriers and i think have being an immigrant in united united states Mm -hmm. uh, i have learned a lot hard those lessons sure uh, by uh, um, myself not being accepted in certain situations uh, and by seeing uh, circumstances where the language barrier and the cultural barrier was not an advantage. And that's what I'm trying to avoid in my organization. Wow, that's awesome. Because I would think recruiting in your industry is tight right now. It's, it's, there's a challenge for talent, right? Te- people with technical and skill sets are, are in demand. Yes. And, and so you're, you're offering, my sense is you're offering a unique work environment that may attract the type of people that want to work in a multicultural, diverse environment. And, and maybe that's different than a lot of your uh, the other places they might be able to work at this time. 
Yes, the marketplace is competitive, especially in LA, with all of these uh, startups which are uh, popping up everywhere. But the culture of the company sells the the job mm -hmm. to the uh, to the candidate. Mm -hmm. um, when they come to our environment and they get to leave a week or two in our company, um, they tend to say, "Okay, that's the company I want to stay with." Uh, because of that vibe which we have, right? Uh, you can have. Uh, it, it's it's natural that our uh, IT companies have uh, various perks such as snacks and coffee and. Um, but you can have all of those things. But the, if the vibe of the company is not right, <laughs> right, then that's not the company you want to work for, right. with. And that's, that's not the soul of exactly. it. Exactly, and that's what we have. I think we have that soul which keeps people being together, working to get together and bringing that result at the end. So is this a Romanian company that just happens to be in Glendale, California? I mean, would this be typical of a company that was founded in Romania or is this more you and your life experiences? No, I wouldn't say it's a Romanian company. Okay. I would say this is a uh, um, international company um, which works on 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 rule on, on very uh, set rules. Um when I say set, set, set rules, I mean um, when you come on board with us, you need to know uh, what are you signing for. We have, um, we, we have, we every every member of the company is goal driven. Okay. Every time they come to work, they know that they have that goal to achieve, and it's not only individually okay. achieved; it's achieved team wise. Sure. And and we have even here in the United States, even though uh, we are a uh, USA-based office. We have uh, people who came from various countries to I work would, in this uh, in, in in Los Angeles. I would think so. And yes. and, and at the different events that where I've seen you, um, yes. you've brought some of the members of your team, and you have quite a diverse group of senior leaders who you brought with you as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. You know, Michael Gerber, uh, small business guru, says you know it's important for entrepreneurs not only to work in their business but work on their business. And I'm wondering, what do you do and what have you done to kind of get outside of your business and sort of develop yourself, too? Because I would think as a leader, you've had to grow a lot to allow your company to grow a lot. Definitely. Um I, I, I'm sure as many CEOs right uh, over there listening to us, they know or I know that my my day, I cannot average my day. There is no no average day for me. Right. Every day is new, it's interesting, it's challenging. Um, if I would have to categorize my time, how am I dedicating the time overall to the company, I would say 50% of my time goes into talking and listening to our clients, partner, potential clients, and hear them out what is that they need from USA link system um, and then bringing those uh, uh, requests and ideas back to the office is my other 50% of my time mm -hmm. uh, is bringing those ideas uh, talking to the team uh, creating goals and strategies for them to achieve uh, those needs of our clients and hire new talent if it's needed and motivate that talent to uh, bring the ideas of our clients and the goals they are aiming for to the reality. Mm -hmm. where, where do you see the future for USA Link System? Where are you going next? Definitely to aim for Inc. 500. All right. Uh, definitely to keep staying on rank number one here uh, okay. locally. 
definitely to uh, improve our team and to increase number of clients mm -hmm. and definitely to stay relevant and, and reliable to the existing clients. That is the key, right? Yes. Right, balancing that. So if you had one piece of advice to share with the other CEOs that are listening to you now, either live or in iTunes, iHeart in the future, based on what you've been able to do to get the growth, because I think that's envious growth, and many who are listening today or in the future would like to emulate that success, Ali. Is there one piece of advice that you could share with them that would help them to better achieve that kind of growth? One piece of advice would be put emphasis on the team and hire the right talent because um, the team is the one which drives the company and the results of the company. Mo motivate your team on the daily basis to achieve those goals. You as CEO, you will not be able to work for all of your clients or uh, as one individual. You need that team to stand behind your company's goals, your company's vision. And your job as CEO is to know how to hire right people, know when to fire the wrong people, and know how to motivate the team and to have them always go that extra mile to exceed their customer's expectation. And if the, if the team exceeds the customer's expectation, that means that uh, the company overall goes forward. Was there a point, thank you, what, has there been a point in the company's growth and evolution where you no longer personally as the leader of the company what, ha, was able to be involved in the business at the level that, you know, you used to be able to? In other words, do you have to release, did you have to release some control of the company to the people that work for you, the managers, the leaders, the executives? I mean, have you hit that point where it's no longer a founder-centric company? Yes, and that happened gradually. That okay. It didn't happen overnight. The, the more growth we added to the company, the more reliable I had to be on the leader leaders. And I always believe that maybe the second advice I have is grow your leaders within. Okay. Because those are the people who helped you to a certain point, And those are the people who know most about your business, about your clients, about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is my advice to everyone know who is your star and advance them to the leadership position because if you have to dedicate some of your tasks to those people, yes. one day you will trust. Right. And so that's great advice. So I normally we ring the gong for advice like that, but just let me let everybody know. There you go. So our, our loyal listeners know when they hear the gong, that's something that if they weren't fully engaged in the conversation, to hit the rewind for about 30 seconds and pick back up what you just said. So mm -hmm. thank you for a teachable moment here on Critical Mass Radio Show, Allie. Thank so you. when you hit that point, because you said it was gradual, but it, it, it must have been a, an awareness that you could no longer spin all the plates of the business. Mm -hmm. w did that create tension for you, or were you ready for it at the moment that you needed to? In other words, had you built yourself to the point saying, okay, now my team can handle it, mm -hmm. or was it something where you at first were reluctant to release that responsibility and authority? Well, the, a good CEO needs to, know, uh, needs to know the growing pains of the company. Um, being a CEO, I always knew that there will be those points, and I always prepared the team members 
when is that moment coming. Okay. I always was able to see that going okay. forward. I hope I will still keep seeing that, and, and that's also very important for a CEO to, as you said, not work in the company, work for the company. That's something else. When the when the night comes and, and you are alone in the room or you drink your coffee, your mind is still in that company. It's still thinking a mile ahead of everyone else. Yes. And that's how a company succeeds when the CEO is thinking and strategizing and uh, knowing what is that next step all mm -hmm. the time. Would you consider acquisitions for growth or is organic growth, which I assume is how you've done it so far, it sounds like it's been organic, is, is that going to get you to where you want to continue to be, the organic growth that you have planned for the business over the next three to five years? Yes, I okay. hope uh, we'll keep growing organically and we'll not need to acquire anything else. Right, because there is an opportunity to take significant growth by doing acquisitions, but there's also the issues of culture and integration and distraction that can come with that as well. Exactly. Well, I'm hoping for a natural growth, organic growth. Okay. Um, I'm hoping for more customers that will help us maintain that. Are customers in Southern California or do you have customers nationwide? Well, not only nationwide. We have international customers. You have international as well. customers as yes. well. Okay. So you have an international workforce and an international customer exactly. base. The main reason of us having international offices are for the projects which are happening internationally Wow! because USA-based customers, they tend to like uh, having to deal with uh, U.S.-based office. And so, yes. so, I don't mean to interrupt you, but my engineer is telling me we are unfortunately out of time. Um, I would love to have you back in 2018 if you're willing to make that drive and come to Southern come down to Orange County Studio because I, I would love to explore the difference between selling outside the U.S., and selling the same products and services inside the U.S. That would be great. Um, would you be willing to do that? Yes, definitely. If I can give uh, any uh, type of advice and help anyone else to drive their business forward, I'm all for it. Okay. So I'm going to have our producer, Joan, get back in touch with you because I, I think our audience would benefit from uh, our com your experience in that area. I have extensive experience in international business, not only because we have international uh, locations and uh -huh. cater to international businesses, but because we have a huge international business startup, which we are working currently right now. And, and that's um, the other area. I would love to talk with you about how your technology is helping these startups to be successful because so many fail, right? Early stage companies yes. can't get, can't scale. So uh, okay, I'm, I'm getting a hard stop here. I'm sorry. We, I could spend the full hour with you today, mm -hmm. Ali. You, this has been awesome. Thank you Thank for you. being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass community. I really appreciate the commitment you've made to the show today. Thank you very much. And at the end, I just want to say if someone wants to get in touch with U.S. Selling System, was... uh, you can uh, either call or text us to 747-206-4660. I'm going to ask you to repeat that phone number. 747 2064660. Okay. And any other, your website? Uh, USALinkSystem.com. USALinkSystem. System. No singular. S. Okay. No okay. Or if you want to email, you can email us at ULS at USALinkSystem.com. Thank you again. This has been fantastic. I appreciate it. It's nice to really have you in the studio. I've been Thank looking you. forward to it since I first met you in the Valley.
Thank you very much. I was looking forward for this as well. Thank you. And I'd like to also thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, my Twitter handle is CEO Peer Groups. You can find me on LinkedIn as Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And my website is criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.